Mm -hmm. We're getting somewhere. All right. Let's get right up. So how y'all, how y'all, how y'all see me? Make sure it's not too bright. All right. All right. We back, we back. We made it to another week, y'all. We made it. We made it. What is this? Anyway, let me turn this down. Welcome back, y'all. This is Dissect the Dialogue, episode 72. I'm going to stamp that. I'm going to stamp that and make sure that's correct. I've been losing count. Anyway, episode 72. If y'all don't know me by now, I'm Aaron Terrence, and I'm back at it with another... Another late night. I guess it's I guess it's late night. I guess if y'all consider 9 p.m. Let's just call it late night. I think I should do a petition on having my own broadcast. I'm gonna make a petition. I probably should make like a go me fund or something. I think I'm I'm slowly getting up there, but I don't think where I'm at is where I should be, if that makes sense. But there's no rush, there's no rush. No rush. You know, I'm, I'm going to just go slow and steady, you know, because I always want to race. But um, a lot of crazy things been going on. I mean, got Donald Trump getting arrested. Um, more shoplifters happening all across. Got the shooter from Jacksonville. Just a oh, uh, barrage of people just starting. Just, just a whole lot of crazy stuff just going on. Everything's everything's being chaotic. Everybody's losing their minds. It's almost like when COVID started happening, and people was, you know, worried about what they want to wipe, wipe their ass with instead of, I don't know, getting water, fruit. But no, they're worried about toilet paper. I thought it was odd. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's just some of the few things. But uh, y'all know me. Y'all should know me by now. I always do polls on uh, my IG channel, my main channel, not the that's the dollar page. But I need to start getting that up and running because I've been, I've been preoccupied. I know y'all probably saying, you know, why hasn't he? I'm, I've been busy. I'm doing a lot of things. I gotta bear with me. I already got my Twitter set up, so y'all want to follow me? I will. I'll post that somewhere uh, after after this ends. But I'm, I'm definitely gonna uh, keep on uh, uploading and all that. But uh, let's get into the nitty gritty. So. As y'all know, I always do polls on my IG just to see where, uh, ah, crap, it's gone. But uh, I think I remember it in my head. But basically, uh, and it tied into, you know, as far as like, and I know a lot of people say like how they show a lot of like people shoplifting, looting stores. And I think I saw another clip of um, some white kids was looting some stores too. I, I saw it too. But I think, how do I word this? I don't know. I don't want to say we got to hold ourselves to a higher standard, but I mean, well, what are we like 13 to 50% of the population? So I think the ratio makes it look bad, if it makes sense. I'm not, crime is crime. Everybody commits it, everybody bangs off of it, everybody does, has to do what they can to put food on the table, right? Not knocking that. But 
when it comes to the the ratio from people in this country to the crimes and violence they're doing, it has something to say. And like you don't really need to debate about oh, and how come when they do it, nobody said white people don't commit crime. Nobody said Asians don't. Nobody said these people don't commit crime. No one is saying that. I've never said that. Y'all never catch me saying it. And anybody, nobody, no matter what race, nobody is, you know, free of doing anything wrong. I get it. But when you crunch the numbers down, it says something. When 13 to 50% of the people in this country is doing majority of the murders, lootings, raping, shootings, I mean, sure, it's it's it sucks to you know put that on air. I get it. They choose what they want. They want to show to the masses, but it doesn't really help that you know we're continuously carrying on that stereotype. You know, constantly making mockeries of ourselves while also tearing. This is gonna be another. I'm gonna get to the topic, but just just to light bulb moment. You know, we're so caught up in not allowing people to see us as one thing or the other, right? We can't be racist by definition or, you know, we're not just criminals. We're not this, that, and the third. But if, if and st you can stop me if I'm wrong or do whatever. I've never seen more racist people in my life than my own kind. Sorry, I gotta say it. Has to be said. No people don't like to hear it, but it's true. There's no more people that's more racist to each other and everybody else than us. Yeah, I know. It's a tough pill to swallow. I get it. But, hey, mix it with Hennessy. Maybe it'll taste better. But I would say... That's just scratching the surface. Now, the main uh, thing I wanted to discuss was us as a people trying to get compensation from the atrocities that was, you know, forced upon us that we went through, you know, for centuries and centuries. Reparations is what it's called. Now, Y'all are familiar with it. Y'all know what it is. I don't need to explain it. But for the people that don't know, you know, I got to say the actual song. So it says reparations for slavery is the application of the concept of reparations to victims of slavery and or to descendants. So reparations is broadly understood for as compensation given for an abuse or injury, Right. Now, I say the colloquial meaning of reparations has changed substantially, substantially, make sure I said it right, over the last century. In the early 1900s, reparations were interstate exchanges, you know, paying people from war. There were punitive mechanisms determined by treaty and paid by the surrendering side of conflict. Still going on with that. Now, it says in traditional justice, reparations are measures taken by the state to redress gross in systematic violations of human rights laws and humanitarian law through the administration of some form of compensation or restitution to the victims. Again, another way of saying a form of payment, payback, in a sense. But when it comes to us, right, 
Now, since reparations can take many forms, it says practical assistance to the ascendants of enslaved people, acknowledgments of apologies to peoples or nations negatively affected by slavery, or honoring the memories of people who were enslaved by naming things after them. Now, what I got from that, I mean, we all know of the phrase um, 40 acres and a mule, right? That was the term, the phrase that was uh, said back in the realm of slavery ended, that that was supposed to be given to us as form of payment from the, the things we endured during slavery, right? 40 acres and a mule. Now, in a literal sense, Obviously, nobody's going to get a mule. Obviously, no one's going to get a whole donkey. But I think it was like, I guess, as a car of some sort, the mule was supposed to be like a, a whip, I guess. But they broke it down. It says 40 acres and a mule was part of a special field order number 15, a wartime order proclaimed by Union General William Tecumseh Sherman on January 16, 1865, during the Civil War to allot land to some free families in plots of land no larger than 40 acres. Let's see. Said he later ordered the army to lend mules for their uh, reform effort. The field order followed a series of conversations between Secretary of War Edward M. Staten and radical Republican abolitionist Charles Sumner and Thaddeus Stevens following disruptions to the institution of slavery provoked by the Civil War. It said many free people believe after being told by various political figures that they had a right to own the land, that they had been forced to work as slaves and were eager to control their own property, free people while expected to legally claim 40 acres of land. Okay. So that was supposed to be the main concept of it. 40. Now, let me, I'll just break down what, what, how much 40 acres is. Just so... Because people don't try to say, like, oh, how much is 40 acres? How much is this? Now, well, first let's see what, how much one acre is this in compared to. Okay, so think about an acre as, like, a football field, in a sense, but a little bigger. Ooh. Yeah, basically a football field, but like a little bigger. Like a little bigger than a football field or maybe like a little less than a soccer field. So yeah, basically a football field, right? And y'all know how big a, a football field is, right? 100 yards plus. So basically times that by 40. So basically 40 football fields was supposed to be our conversation. Supposedly. But what if I said that what if we don't really need it? What if we why do why do we need reparations? What's the point of it? I mean throughout time in history, if y'all get a chance, watch um uh, how to sell to the Negro, right? And I think this is like around the, the 50s. It was around the 50s that the documentary was made. Uh, the number escapes me, but I want to make sure I get this number right. But it was basically talking about how 
certain companies uh, use certain tactics to take the black dollar uh, out of our communities and out of the uh, family structure. Mind you, the black dollar circulates around uh, our neighborhood for only six hours as compared to Asian communities whose dollar lasts like uh, 28 days. So basically their dollar lack can last till February and it won't go away. That's some Asian communities, right? Now I need to find, let me see. There we go. I think bank, I forget the number, but I know it was like a lot of, well, I'll just, I'll just go with this article right here just to keep it intact. But basically, uh, back in like 53 and 53, I think like the number was like around what, 50 billion like what we give as far as like, you know, spending our money in the market, right? Because we're so used to appearance, right? We've been, because doing the math, I mean, it's been like almost a hundred years since slavery ended. So the way they use these tactics was, and not to mention one in three middle-class black Americans have houses, right? They weren't delinquent a payment. You know, they had everything intact. One in three, that's a third, right? So what, what shift happened? This is what happened. So they said one of the few key points, I'll just name two, I know there was three. I don't know, two, the main two that I remember watching it, they were saying that in order to sell to the Negro, they like, Things that uh, it's kind of like a status symbol, right? Things that uh, you know, make them feel whole. That's why you have you know the name brands, even if it's ugly and tacky as hell. As long as it has the symbol of status, that's all that matters. We'll just blow it all away. And the second one was what other people will say about what you have. Fast forward, I'll go to a recent article. They said, what was this? I'll go to an article. This is in uh, 2022. But it was going back to 2021. So they said the black spending power, not power that we have, spending power, reached up to $1.6 trillion. I'm going to read that again. Black spending power, this is in 2021, reached $1.6 trillion. So just round that up. That's $2 billion that we spend, I'm guessing yearly. But the same people that is some, somehow don't have enough money for you know things that they need, all of a sudden, they can accumulate almost two billion—excuse me, two trillion dollars of money. But you're still asking for a handout, it's especially 
if, if you never even like went through the stuff your ancestors supposedly went through, but you're still, you're already wasting money, right? But now you're begging for more. Am I, am I, am I the only person that doesn't, that, that sees that this is insanity at its finest right now? This is what we have to deal with. Because if you look at it, you see the same people that say that they're broke, can't uh, pay this bill, hard to maintain their living style, you know, go wherever they're at. You see they got some name brand shirt, probably have Jordans, every, unnecessary jewelry, you know, always eating out, don't know how to uh, shop for groceries and actually cook instead of, uh, they always want to go out to eat, just know how to sit down, cook and save money, right? Spending money on a car they know they not they can't afford, just to impress some other people that wouldn't even give two shits about, you know, what they do in their spare time. And in the blink of an eye, we'll probably rob them, right? If they're not looking. And what? This is this is white people's fault all of a sudden. So racism is so bad, we just became loose with our money. We don't we don't know. Uh, how to just keep it in our pockets? Is racism fault? Is the white man's fault? Is is what uh, they did to your descendants? It's like when the excuses in, right? You can't make up shit like this. I mean, come on, that's almost two billion dollars that we're. I just keep saying billion. Excuse me, two trillion. I'm sorry, I keep getting it mixed up. Two trillion dollars. That we're just wasting. Come on, the black dollar circulates our neighborhood every six hours. Is no one seeing the pattern of what's happening? And how many times in our family, right? In the black community, we have we had a grandmother or some grandparent, right? They had land, which is another topic I want to talk about, but had land, right? Then all of a sudden. Things didn't work out, then they end up selling the shit for something cheap. Then I'm like, okay, here's what I say. If you want to sell uh, some stuff and get some money, cool. But why you what are you blowing it on? Why are you wasting your money on frivolous things? I'm not gonna mention uh this person's name, but they were telling me that how um I think it was their uncle. Uh, yeah, their uncle was uh, real sick. And his sister and actually son actually uh, kind of tricked them to taking money out of his account for college purposes. But then they ended up, he was, a, and he was supposedly supposed to be a millionaire, but then took his money for safety purposes, you know, for security. Next thing you know, it's been like two, three weeks. Like, oh, where they been? They end up blowing his money away, doing nothing. They didn't invest that nowhere. They didn't try to liquefy that and uh, make, I don't know, gold or what. They didn't do on that. They didn't go crypto and make mutual bonds with that. No, they were just blowing that, going on trips. 
And I know that's how it's always in our community that that shit happens. But it's white people's fault, though. Remember, no, it's, 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 it's white people's fault, right? White people, the racism that the these cops and these the powers that be, they're making us spend money. You know what? I'm sick of this racism. I'm just going to buy some Jordans. And I'm going to give me a Javonsi shirt to, to fight this racism. It's just ignorant shit. And I, and I can't be the only person that sees that. This can't be. I can't be. But, you know, what can you do? What can you do? You can't. You know, it's like, we're our biggest downfall. Right? We like talking about how we're such a powerful people. Let me show you something else. Such a powerful people, you know, pro-black everything, want to be pro-black, blah, blah, blah. But then, oh, oppressed. Why all white people did this to me? I never met that white person, but I know they're evil. But they shouldn't think I'm going to steal from them. They shouldn't, they shouldn't think I'm out from them. I can judge them because... Of what they did to my uh, great 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 grandfather or something, but they don't have a right to do the opposite, whatever excuse they make, right? Or get this: not only they'll they'll play the victim route, right? They'll try to find any excuse they can to commit crime. Right. Oh, uh, I don't know if I can find a job. Which I'm not saying people. Some people can't find. Job. I, I get it. But I'm saying like, oh, how come you can't? They're saying uh, I don't look a certain way. Well, how did you look when you came to the uh, interview? Well, I just had. I mean, my pants was probably sagging a bit, or I probably had my hoodie on. It's like, you know what you're doing. Exactly. It, this is what the saying is. You know what you're doing, but you're choosing to be ignorant. And that is the major problem. What a lot of us are afraid to do. We love playing the victim role a lot. And sometimes it's for unnecessary reason. Kind of reminds me of that scene in the boondocks when Martin Luther King uh, survived the assassination. And he was noticing... How everybody, everything that he fought for was just down the toilet because he's just seeing people just, his own people just acting stupid. In in a way, that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Sometimes I can see like, okay, some of the so-called pro-black people be bugging, whatever. Like, don't look at this woman because... X, Y, Z, but you probably got a plethora of them in your basement somewhere. But uh, other than that, it's like how long can you play the victim role? When are we going to learn how to you know, have that same energy that we have to throw a brick at a black-owned business? And put that same energy in creating wealth in our own community. Where's that same energy? I'm tired of what's happening. 
this all built up energy when we want to destroy shit. Why not have that same energy and create something and elevate something? Why isn't that going on? Where's the next builders, great thinkers of this new generation? Because right now, Gen Z looking bad right now. And that could change. Speak for me, because I'm technically Gen Z, but that could change. But where are, are those individuals at? Why isn't there a lot of that? We don't need any we don't need any trappers that was born wanted to rap to get a quick buck. We don't need y'all here. I'm sorry, we don't need y'all. Y'all not helping anything. Just to be honest, all the celebrities that you see, and this fits my 40 acres in the mule thing. You see all these rappers when they get all these jewelry and all this stuff that's rented to them. And you see what you do with it. You, you see what they do with it. They ain't investing in nothing. They ain't going back to their hood and fixing everything up. They trying to stunt on each other. And that's our main problem. We compete against one another. You give a damn about no reparations. You're only just going to pay for some shit just to stunt on somebody else. You don't see any other race doing that but us. You think Bill Gates out here trying to flex whatever to um, Jeff Bezos? You think Jeff Bezos trying to flex on Mark? No. They took this to destroying our dumb asses. I'm not saying they all wrong. Like that, but I mean... <laughs> Again, that cold towel got to come soon. I'm just saying, if I get reparations, I might, I might have to infiltrate the White House or something. I might have to give me some out of there. Storm the castle or some shit. But I'm getting something. Shit, I'll make my own goddamn White House. Shit. We don't need a president or all these fake people power. We don't need, we don't need them. But, eh. We're all still slave to the government in a sense. Everybody wants to be, you know, want to bend over and let Uncle Sam just <laughs> clap him away. But that was very graphic. But yeah, man, just 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 my two cents on that. Let me know what y'all think about it. Do we really need reparations? Is it really necessary? For us to get money that we don't really deserve. You know? Is it really necessary? Is it really what, what will make us um, grow? Will it make us grow? Will it make us become better leaders? It's almost like we sound like we sound like those homeless people with with the begging cups. Like, please, we need our reparations. We need this. You know, we need we need to do it for our ancestors. Then you're going to pay that shit on, on a goddamn uh, Hellcat. Or or uh, some crab legs. Or a prostitute. Wow. But let me know what y'all think, man. But yeah, it, it, it's it's... 
It's a, it's very crucial out there. People out here grown adults. Try to twist my hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm being a mind. Grown adults still looking for handouts. But you want other people to respect y'all, take y'all serious. It's like, how long does the embarrassment have to continue? Like, the circus needs to stop. It probably won't, but at some point, it needs to like take like a like a long break or something. Because this ain't what we got going on right here ain't working out. We got so much energy to defend uh, each other when cops are killing us, right? But when we're committing our own genocide, nothing. But but peep this, you probably kill them over some little money, a hundred dollars, right? You ready to kill your own uh, people for a little bit of money? But you begging to the same white people that you said to, you know, tear down whatever. You begging them for money. Can't make this up. But eh, I'm just the I'm just the observer. What do I know? I'm not hood enough. I don't know what goes on in the hood. I ain't, I ain't outside. Whatever stupid shit they're saying. But anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, like I said, Spotify, Anchor, now Twitter, and like, comment, subscribe. Again, have a surprise to my YouTube. That's the dialogue. And on my Twitter, it's all capital D underscore T underscore D underscore official. And if you're not new, well, yeah, if you're not new, like, share, do all that. What are you doing? I'm giving y'all too much jewels for me to just not let the world see. Y'all gotta let me be me, man. But hey, stay smart, stay not woke, but just be aware. Be aware of the shit that's going on. I'm signing off. Go.